to Breaking the Barrier, a Western lifestyle podcast highlighting those breaking barriers both in and out of the arena. Today, I am so excited to be joined by Blaze Taylor. She's a barrel racer, a breakaway roper, a fashion influencer, and someone who has really increased the visibility of the Western industry. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Before we dive into all of the cool things that you do, give us some background on your Western roots and how you got involved in agriculture and rodeo. Most definitely. So my mom came from a family that raised cattle and showed cattle, and she was very involved in 4-H. So um, my oldest sister is seven years older than me. So uh, she was already involved in 4-H when I came around, and she was a barrel racer. She showed hogs, goats, all of it. So naturally, um, I just kind of was put into it and I fell in love with horses. I begged my mom to let me rodeo. And so I started out in a Christian Youth Rodeo Association. And from there, I pestered my mom until she let me high school rodeo. <laughs> and um, that's where it really took off. And before that, I did a lot of rodeo queening. So I did tons of public speaking, traveling to rodeos, which made me want to rodeo even more. <laughs> and um, I was fortunate enough to get some really cool horses to be able to borrow from people. And uh, once I got a little bit older, I trained a couple of my own. Well, not really trained them, but kind of finished them out and things like that. And um, it just kind of took off from there. And I ended up college rodeoing for two years at NEO in Miami, Oklahoma. And I absolutely loved it. Um, while I was there is when I really fell in love with breakaway roping. I had tried a little bit in high school, but um, being in the Kansas City area, there wasn't a lot of people around there to help me. And neither one of my parents rodeoed, so they weren't really sure how to help me with <laughs> roping. So I kind of taught myself, kind of got some bad habits, but um, have been fortunate enough to have a lot of people help me since then. And uh, it's what I truly love. And so that's really how I got involved in rodeo and 4-H and all of those. I was in FFA in high school. Um, after I finished at NEO, I had my associates in ag business. And I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to stay in agriculture. I love it. I love the community. I love the culture. I love everything about it. And one of my teachers at NEO took me on a field trip to a feed yard in West Texas. <clears throat> and while we were there, we went and toured West Texas A&M, which is a school I had never even looked at. To be honest, I had never even heard of. Um, I thought I wanted to go to OSU and I fell in love with it. And I applied, I think, like two weeks before the cutoff <laughs> and <laughs> thankfully got in. And so I moved to Canyon, Texas, and I went to school there for two years and college rodeoed there one semester and then Corona hit. So I didn't end up buying my um, Naira card after that, but I really loved it. And I graduated from there with a bachelor in agriculture, media and communications. So you're a very busy lady. Um, <laughs> for those who aren't aware of what you do um, now and kind of what you're up to, give us kind of the elevator pitch of what Blaze does. <laughs> Lots of things. <laughs> yes. I'm all over the place. But um, I really got started with Western fashion. I guess I kind of skipped over that. But um, while I was at NEO, I went with my mom to Dallas Market one year. And I got asked to model for the Coyote Cowgirl. And I honestly thought she was joking. I was like, there's no way you want me to model. And um, so I did. I went to New Mexico and did a photo shoot for her, which I've always loved fashion. And it really just took off from there. So I basically um, work with Western brands 
um, clothing, anything related to the Western industry to help promote them and help them grow their business. Um, I have a passion for it. I love to see small businesses grow, especially within the Western industry. And so many of those people don't know how to promote um, their businesses, not necessarily the clothing side, but even the agriculture side of it. Um, we need people out there speaking on it and what we do and what good we do for the community. And um, so that was something that I really loved doing. I got to travel a lot for that. I worked with brands um, from Rock and Roll Denim to Cinch, lots of different ones that were an absolute blast. Um, now I am living on my fiance's family ranch. Um, they raise beef cattle and uh, it's been amazing. It's been a whole new experience for me. I've got to learn so many new things and I love it. So um, that's kind of what I do full time now. I do still do my social media when I can. Um, we're working on directing things more towards the root of agriculture and cattle and things like that. But that's pretty much it. I mean, from working with clothing brands to creating content for them to post on their website to promoting them from my page that I have been so blessed to grow. I don't really know how it all happened, but um, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I just got a new rope horse, so I've been roping a lot. I absolutely love that. And um, he also raises bucking bulls. He used to do that a lot. He's had a few that have made the PBR. So um, it definitely keeps us busy, and it's been a great learning experience for me as well. So I think your online presence is about more than just a follower count. I mean, you have really honed in on developing your personal brand, which is something that everyone can benefit from whether or not they want to pursue, you know, Instagram or something in that realm. What advice would you give someone who is trying to hone in on and develop their own personal brand? I would say just be yourself. People are either going to like you or they're not. And you could be the most amazing per person in the world. And there would still be somebody that doesn't like you. So trying to change yourself to fit the mold of everybody else is never going to get you anywhere. Um, people look for unique people to follow. I mean, somebody's always going to be able to relate for you, relate with you, and you never know who you're going to touch. Um, somebody may just need that little push to be themselves, to step out and be creative. Um, I remember in high school, I used to dress up every day. Why? I don't know. But everybody <laughs> used to be like, why are you dressing up? And it was because I loved it. I loved fashion. I loved putting outfits together. And um, it was kind of the same in college. People always thought I was so weird for that. Like, I didn't want to go to class in my sweatpants. I wanted to have a full face of makeup on, fake lashes, the whole nine yards. And so I would say just be unapologetically you. And, you know, I, I don't know where everybody stands with this, but give glory to God. God's never going to let you down. No matter how hard things get, you can always fall back on him. And that's something that I've loved having my platform for is to be able to just share little Bible verses here and there. And I'm not the greatest on that. I don't do the best, but it makes my heart so happy when somebody just message me, messages me and says, you know, hey, I really needed that today or, um, you know, just things like that. And so I just think to create your own brand, just be you. Don't worry about what other people think and just do what makes you happy and what glorifies God. Yeah, absolutely. That That's pretty powerful. So do you feel like there's an added sense of responsibility where you're creating and sharing all this content that has the potential to touch so many people? I mean, is there an added level of responsibility that comes with that, in your opinion? So um, I try to be very mindful of what I post. You never know who's going to see it, um, especially being in the agriculture industry. People look for that one thing that 
you don't do right or that's wrong to animals and they want to make it the main focus. And um, even with me being like newer around raising cattle and things like that, I always ask group before I post something about like their ranch, like, hey, is this okay? Like, does this look right? Things like that, because some things that like even sometimes I don't catch you, but like, I don't know, let's maybe not put that in there. Somebody will take it the wrong way. And I'm like, you're right. So we try to be very mindful and same with things that I post for younger kids that are following me. And you just have to realize like, yes, it's Instagram and it's fun. But like when you have that big of a following, you make a big impact, whether you want to or not. And so that's something that I've always tried to be very mindful of that my mom has always told me. And so definitely I want to have the best impact and most positive impact on people as I can. Um, And sometimes that's not even my intention to influence people. But I want to be, I said quotes around that because <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that's not necessarily my purpose is to influence, but I want to be a positive person for someone to look up to or feel like they're able to reach out to if they have questions. Because even if I don't know the answer, I know a lot of people that more than likely will know the answer. Yeah. So bouncing off that a little bit, how do you feel about the term influencer? Is that something you're comfortable with or how do we feel about that? I think the term influencer can be taken in many different ways, honestly. Um, I I don't think it's a good term necessarily the way people look at it these days because influence can be taken, you know, as you're influencing someone to do wrong, influencing someone to buy something. But in the end, we're all looking for something that, you know, when we're sad, we can do whatever. I think instead of being an influencer, you should be a positive person and a good heart and a bright light for someone to follow, someone that people can look up to and say, you know, that's really cool, or help people find their way. I don't know if that's, if I'm wording that correctly, but I feel like people that just want to influence someone to buy something or do this, you know, I don't think that's necessarily the right thing. And I've had so many girls message me and say, how did you get into influencing? What should I do? And it kind of like, I don't know, I feel bad because I don't feel like you should necessarily want to like, oh, I want to be an influencer for someone, but necessarily Mm -hmm. like I want to be someone that people enjoy to be around or they enjoy to follow. And it's a positive page for you to look at because I I mean, I've even followed pages where I'm like, why am I following this? Like, it doesn't make me Mm -hmm. feel good, like things like that. So I always tell those girls, like, be yourself, just be you. And if people want to follow you, they will. Don't make it a goal to be an influencer. Make it a goal to be yourself and to be a good person. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome. So sharing your life with other people and making yourself that accessible surely has to come with a bunch of feedback. (laughs) How do you handle feedback from people that you may or may not know, um, both positive and negative? So I've been very fortunate here lately to not receive much negative feedback, (laughs) maybe because I haven't been as active. Um, Like I said, I am very busy here on the ranch and I love every minute of it. And I'm trying to get better about sharing that aspect of my life with people. But, you know, I I always just tell people following me is a choice. If you don't agree with what I have to say, unfollow me. You won't hurt my feelings. (laughs) Like I said, I want to be I want to be a positive person, um, a positive page for people to follow. And truthfully, like I said, everybody has an opinion. And when I first started getting followers, there were times my feelings got really hurt. And I was really hard on myself. And I finally just thought, you know, these people don't know me. They, they've they never met me. All they see is what I allow them to see. And so, therefore, I just don't really worry about the negative. Um, the positive, it, it really, it makes my heart happy to know that I, I do um, 
have people out there that appreciate the things I put out or that, you know, can really relate to it and things like that. But that's, that's about the best I can say is, um, I just tell them not to follow me or if they, they are kind people, you know, it just, it pushes me to keep wanting to be better and like help, help other people and be there for people to talk to. You know, I've had a lot of people that reach out to me that I have never even met that ask for advice on like very serious life things. And sometimes I'm <laughs> like, if you really want me to be the one to help you with this, but like, I would say, pray about it, you know? And, um, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like if I can just even help a couple people um, find God or like make themselves want to do their devotions more and things like that, then that's really the main purpose of it. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so your sense of style and fashion choices, we've talked about that very briefly. Um, they're fun. They're Western at their core. And a lot of them push the envelope. And in the Western industry, there's a lot of things that get thrown around of if you're dressed a certain way, you must not be able to hold your own on the ranch or, um, you know, be very handy. What do you say to that? Because you contradict all of those statements. <laughs> well, thank you. I would definitely say don't judge a book by its cover. Um, I, I don't remember if it was last summer. I think it was the summer before I released a swimsuit with um, beaches and buckles. And it was a swimsuit I had designed and I wanted it to stand out. I'm not necessarily the best fashion designer. I can take pieces and put them together. But as far as taking a design in my brain and making it come to life, I'm not the best with that. And so I wanted it to be different from all the other swimsuits that were out there, but still be something that even somebody that wasn't necessarily Western would wear. And so um, I did a photo shoot with my horse and I had on thigh high um, lane boots and a long Western trench coat with it. And it blew up. And I, I was so proud of myself. I took the pictures with my iPhone. Actually, my um, roommate <laughs> took them. And Cowgirl Magazine released an article on it. And it was really great. And the comments were so hateful. Like, this girl's never rode a horse before. All this. Like, they were so mean. And I just had to laugh because those were people that knew nothing about the Western industry. And that's okay. I mean, I would say that my, that was my whole purpose behind influencing when I started getting followers was I wanted to show people that you can be Western all the way to the core. You can know how to rope. You can ride a horse. You can be a top girl in the standings and still love fashion. And that's okay. And so many people don't agree with that. And that's fine. But I don't think that one person's opinion should have to be what everybody else follows. Um, so many times I go places still and I'll have a full face of makeup on to enter a roping and I get so many dirty looks and that's fine but um it makes me feel good about myself when I can you know dress up or do my makeup and things like that so I would honestly just say not to worry about them because it that <laughs> just because you dress nice or you wear makeup you're not a cowgirl and I can 100% tell you that's wrong because I know some really handy girls that are absolutely drop dead gorgeous and they wear makeup and they dress up and they wear hoops to ride in. And you know what? I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Trends in Western fashion are constantly evolving and in fashion, generally speaking as well. But what advice would you give someone who is trying to create their own sense of personal style and buy pieces that they're going to be able to wear for years to come? I would say that. The best way to create your own style is to not worry about what everybody else is wearing. Like, yes, you want those statement pieces, but 
I mean, heck, half the stuff I get, what you would never see put together as a Western outfit, but just by adding certain things to it, it turns Western. And um, I will 100% say Native American jewelry is the best thing. I, I love it. I have been working on growing my collection forever. And I feel like personally, you can put together a wild outfit that you want to think's Western and you can put some turquoise on and some boots or something. And there you go. Like it's, yeah, it all comes together. <laughs> Hippity bobbity boo. Yeah. So. Um, that and like statement pieces like jackets and hats, those are going to be things that you can reuse with a million different outfits that are going to make your outfit a statement and um, things that you will love and be able to keep. And I feel like people also think to wear Western clothes, you have to spend a fortune and buy all these expensive things. And you don't. You can buy stuff at Walmart and put a fun twist on it and it can be absolutely adorable. I've done it a million times. Target, even Forever 21, honestly, I have gotten a lot of pieces. Um, a lot of my NFR looks came from Forever 21. And I just feel like girls really try to spend so much money on it. And they shouldn't. you shouldn't have to. Fashion isn't about the price tag. It's about how you feel in it and what you want to wear. And thrift stores are also amazing. I feel like so many people look past those because, oh, they don't want to use something reworn or, you know, they don't know what people are going to think about them. It doesn't matter. How you feel in the outfit is all that matters. So you've shared a little bit about um, how you like to share your faith on social media and kind of help people in that way. What has been the most rewarding part either of engaging with that community of people or just being involved in the industry, generally speaking? Right. Um, sharing, sharing my faith base on there has been really amazing because that was something that when I very first started sharing it, I don't know why, but I was a little nervous. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not the best Christian in the world. Like, are people going to be like, well, why is she sharing this if she's not per, you know what I mean? Things like that. But, um, the feedback I got, honestly, it, it was amazing because it made me realize like, yes, I'm not perfect whatsoever, but just by maybe sharing one Bible verse, I can change somebody's entire day because they may not take the time to sit down or may not know how to sit down and do devotions. And if I can just share one of my devotions, you know, and somebody messaged me and says that just made my entire day or like this was this was what I needed to hear. um, It really encourages me to be better and share that with them. And just being a part of the Western industry in general has been so amazing. Um, There are those that are, you know, hard to get along with or very intimidating, to be honest. But overall, everybody is so amazing and they're so willing to help you. Um, Shaylee and uh, Marika, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are so kind. Like I absolutely love their hearts so much. And it doesn't matter if we don't see each other for a year or whatever. If we run into each other, they always, we always give each other a hug. You know, we talk for a couple seconds and then we go on, but they are just so kind. And for being um, such amazingly talented people, they are never um, too busy to, reach out a helping hand or give some advice when I need it. And that's what I really love about the community is um, how much of like a family they almost are. And that goes for the rodeo family also. Um, I just truly love the industry and the culture of it. You have some exciting life events coming up very soon. Um, But I would be curious to know like what your goals are moving forward because you have such, you know, a great foundation now that the world is really your oyster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Well, Um, Wedding planning has been crazy. Um, I really want to share more of that with people, but I don't even know how to share it because I haven't quite figured it out myself yet. Um, Moving forward, I really do want to be able to share more um, agriculture-related 
content, I guess you would say. And I get caught up when we're working cattle and things like that on not taking pictures or not doing things. But that's what I want to share. I, I want to be able to inform people that don't know about that more about it. And even as I learn, I want to be able to share the information I learn with them. Um, I, I would love to do more photo shoots and promote more clothing companies and things like that. And I'm hoping maybe after we get married and um, kind of get into an actual life routine, maybe I'll be able to, uh, I haven't really done a whole lot. I haven't traveled for any shoots, but like I said, rope is so good about helping me when I do get collabs here at the ranch. And so um, I've kind of, slacked off lately but I'm hoping after the wedding I'll be able to kind of get it rolling again and start sharing more and definitely produce some more good content awesome well thanks so much for making time today this was great thank you so much well once again that was Blaze Taylor joining us on this week's episode of Breaking the Barrier new episodes are released every Tuesday and those episodes as well as all previous episodes can be found on Spotify Apple Podcasts and at RuralRadio.com I'm your host Rebel Sakloche and we'll chat next week